Yes, I'm okay. so invested in creating a home, home, mm. you know. So it's also a job. I need to make sure my husband is mentally equipped to go to work every mm. morning, you know. He's eating, if he wants, you know. I'm not going to think, you're really, I'm, late, I'm late for work, I'm late for work. No, if I need to wake up at three o'clock, my man wants for breakfast, he will get it. You know, when he gets to work, he's going to get to work. Why? Because you get what I'm trying to say. Hallelujah. So, Amen. Yeah. <laughs> this, is my, this is my favorite answer to that question. Yeah. Man. Hey there, 9 to Life community. We've got some exciting news to share. We've decided to celebrate in a big way. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Throughout the entire month, we'll be releasing episodes featuring inspiring, trailblazing, and incredible women. We believe their voices deserve to be heard loud and clear. And guess what? You, our awesome audience, will be a part of this amazing journey. Tag your favorite female leaders, mentors, or anyone who's been a driving force in your life. Let's make Women's Month an unforgettable celebration of empowerment. So tune in to Night to Life every week in August for some outstanding conversation. Together, let's shine a spotlight on the incredible women who shape our world. Thank you for being a part of this incredible journey. Remember to subscribe and hit that notification bell so you won't miss any empowering episodes. See you soon and happy Women's Day. Any closing remarks? Just do you guys, you know, there's no rewind thing. There's no rewind button on this thing called life. Yeah. Like once it's Okay. <coughs> Look at me coaching an entire photographer about on his, his own an entire person keep quiet. <laughs> That had sneakers flown <laughs> from Sweden. Uh, and I'm here telling uh, how to compose a short. Jeez, I, I must know. shut he, up. He needs to go back to the I need to head. shut up. I need to <laughs> shut up and let the man do his thing. Yeah, so is everything recording? Yes. Was I think recording? so. You know this recording thing, my man. You click, then next thing it decides, oh, Yona, it doesn't want to record. Yeah. Or it wants to stop. And then... If it's recording, you'll be able to see this. Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode of Nine to Life, your career and life journey podcast where we interview the interesting people doing the things you'd like to or the things you didn't even know you could. My name is Bonisile Mkiti. My name is Lesejo Muela. And today we have Ontatile Mudise. What is it, mom? Influencer. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm a mom influencer. Yes. So influencer. info, it's a mom influencer. Oh, but when okay. we put it together, uh-huh. it's a mom influencer. You would have never put in that about <laughs> that thing would not have existed. <laughs> yeah. Never mind the term. Uh-huh. The profession or the, the yeah. what is it? A profession, a career would not have existed even ten years ago. Yeah. And it's funny because it actually did. We just didn't know about it. 
Okay. And influencing started from your TV commercials, you know, uh, your product. But it was never the same person. It, it was, not that it was never the same person. It just wasn't taken that seriously. Mm. You know, it was, it was formed under the career path of acting. You get what I'm saying? Uh, if you were on Advent, uh, you were actor. You're an actor. If you were on radio, you're, you're an actor. I see. So when it came to media in general, if you're doing anything under media, mm. you were considered an actor. So right now, there's just a lot of umbrellas under the whole media industry. And you are able to actually identify what you like, what you don't like, where you want to be, and what you don't want to be. So as being mom influencers, it makes it easier for people to understand what our content is about. You know, you're not just going to follow a mom influencer if you are not a mom. That's not relatable. What if you're planning to be a mom and you it's, want to know? It's going to be very relatable for you just for future preferences uh -huh, because uh -huh. We storytell things that we actually currently go through, mm. you know, our life journeys mm. in the most honest and open view. Because there's a lot of moms that are going through a lot of stuff, mm -hmm. but they find it so hard to actually speak about it because they feel like, oh, this one is a bad mom. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, those kind of stuff. So it just makes people understand that being tired, your house not being clean, you not wanting to be a mom. It's it's a normal thing. It's something that we all go through. It's just a matter of how it, the outcome is about it. So, mm. yeah. Okay. So no more acting now. It's authenticity. Wobble. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Before, I think before we get too deep into what you do now, mm -hmm. we always like to start our episodes off with like a, think about it as an origin story. Okay. Yeah, where is this person and how did this person become the person that they are today? Um, okay. So tell us about yourself, yes, from that yes. perspective. So I've, <laughs> I've always had an interest in motherhood now, like okay. for, before I was even a mother. So I loved the idea of pregnancy. I loved the idea of grooming a child. This is from childhood? Yes, this okay. is from childhood. Okay. If even my sister could tell you, the first time she was pregnant, I think I was I was really, really young. Mm. Once I found out she was pregnant, I also ended up putting like, <laughs> you know, I just get so mad. Hey, man, what's up, what's up? You know, because pregnancy was so taboo mm. back in the days compared to what it is actually now. So... I also became uh, an aunt at a very young age. Uh -huh. So I, I experienced motherhood from a very young age in general. And I genuinely enjoyed it, you know. And as time went by, being a mother was one of like my first priorities ever. I went through high school and everything was good. And then eventually I was pregnant. Mm. By the time I didn't want to be pregnant, but I was yes. like, hey, hey. Despite the I know, yeah. you know, I was like, my mom was like, hey, how do you want to have a bush? How do you want to be having this child? I was like, ah, okay, mom. Because I loved the idea of being pregnant, motherhood, and all of that. I was like, you know what? I'm strong enough to actually deal with whatever is going to come forward. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what happened. I had my kid. And ever since then, I've been like uh, upfront proper proper mother like my first priority besides being myself mm. it's actually being a mother mm. so yeah great no. and have you have you always seen mother okay wait i should start here do you see it as a career motherhood no as, as a job right? no not a job no it's a calling what is it it's, it's something you love you know let me just okay. say it's like i could say it's a hobby 
It's a hobby. Okay. I can tell you how it's a hobby. Yeah. It's, it's something, something that you, you genuinely yeah. enjoy doing. We actually had a chat about hobbies. You know, we did. I think like it was defining, in episode zero. Yes, defining what a hobby is. You get is. what yeah. I'm saying? Yes, whether yes, the, yes. there's bad, whether there's good, at the end of the day, you're still enjoying the journey that you are going through and mm. you are evolving. The child is also growing. So seeing the results of the child and your teachings, it's it's so it's so rewarding. It's beautiful. Yeah. So you end up being like, ah, shit, I like this. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so yeah, especially when people tell you, oh, your child is so pretty. Like, yeah, I made that. Uh-huh. Oh, you know, your child is so well behaved. Yeah, that's mine. You know? So it's, it's very rewarding at the end of the day. I feel mm. like if you look at it as a job, Mm, it yes. becomes so frustrating uh, because you start thinking it's something that you must do on and as much as you must do it, just it find the chore. joy mm. in actually doing it. And then mm. you'd be good. A previous guest of ours said um it's orgasmic <laughs> to see something come to life, something that you created. <laughs> come to life yes it's 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 a diff, it's it's a very it's a different kind of That's feeling like an orgasm <laughs> <laughs> i definitely agree because every now and then when you look at your child you know and then yo mm, this is mine like, yes like this person depends yeah. on me like mm. without me this person wouldn't be breathing yeah without me this person wouldn't have a purpose in life mm. you get what i'm saying so sure. i i look at it like that so yeah, even yeah. when my son says like the most weird weirdest things mm. or the most intelligent things i'd be like yo mm-hmm. like <laughs> that's me that's me <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's just how I view motherhood in general. No, that's yeah. beautiful. That's beautiful. Um, and <laughs> so parenting and being a mom is not a job, right? Uh, not for me. The job for you is in the, the influencer part. Yes. So to a layman out there, what do you influence? Do you influence people to have kids or do you influence <laughs> like No, that sounds so wrong. Do you go around <laughs> popping condoms? No, that's, that's, not, that's what I'm saying. That sounds so wrong. No. What do you do? That's not what I do. So basically what I do is we are a community of moms, right? So in the community of moms, there's different ways and different dynamics when it comes to raising your children Mm -hmm. and the food that they eat and what they wear. So basically that's where we come in. So for the moms that don't know that their kids are lactose intolerant, they don't know what to give their kids when it comes to formula or milk in general, when it comes to their cereal. Mm -hmm. So people like us are there to actually educate them. Like my son is lactose intolerant and he just can't drink any milk. He's like John. You get what I'm oh, saying? Oh, yes. Yeah, John. So we let them know, like, guys, there's milk for these kind of conditions. There's lactose intolerant milk that you can get at your pick and pay at your spa. It's not even that expensive, you know. Even the formula, there's those type of milks as well. Also, when it comes to having your picky eaters... Our kids, they're very picky. They don't like their veggies. So we always try to find ways on how we can incorporate having veggies in meals that they actually love. So we advise that Mm -hmm. audience that don't know what to do, where to do, or how to do it. So that's what we basically do. Mm -hmm. So for you, it's... It starts with you showing a community that you make smart mothering decisions and then brands coming and saying, can you show that we are one of the smart mothering decisions that you make? Correct. 
how do you balance between um shoe i'll give you an example right i mm-hmm. i have entered the influencer space a bit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and why are you putting it in brackets in, yeah. in inverted and it's not brackets uh, yeah, because this okay. is what i'm trying to i'm trying <laughs> to because i know he's an influencer so yes. why are and, you bracketing and it well? enough, his goal wasn't to even be an influencer yeah, yeah. Just, is that why you are, on his yes, lap. that's oh, why i'm like oh. you know because it <laughs> no but you've been happened. now you are living the life my mother yeah but it's also my brother like the word influencer has certain connotations that's so that's why it's really hard to cheetah to say i know influencer you know but, that's the nar- narrative that yeah. i'm actually trying to change that influencing is not about slay queens it's not about your Louis Vuitton bags it's not uh-huh. about your makeup there's a whole I mean you're probably looking good hey, oh, yeah yeah yeah, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> now we can we appreciate it okay yeah uh-huh. so Carry on. what Sorry, I want I just... to yeah no we we sidetracked there <laughs> how do you balance between the need to make money and brands you don't believe in so honestly I'm the type of person Brother, that... you're not even looking oh, at me. Sorry. I can't even give you the devil's <laughs> perfect good question. As, as an individual <laughs> in life, uh-huh. you know what you want and you know what you don't want. Mm-hmm. You know what resonates with you and you know what doesn't resonate with you. Uh-huh. So it's just a matter of you being able to know yourself and know your brand and mm-hmm. know what is good for you as a brand mm-hmm. and moving on with that and following that. It makes things so much easier. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So you can't, for example, I'm a mom influencer. I can't be tapping into Courtney. You know, mm. that's, that's, it's, it's, it's not, it's, it's a health hazard. Mm-hmm. So why am I going to be promoting something that's going to be so hazardous or whatever the word is when it comes to me raising a child? That's yeah. wrong. It's completely wrong. But when it comes to alcohol, it's okay because as moms, we need some wind down time. You know, we need some time for ourselves. And some of us actually enjoy taking one glass or two when the kids are gone and this and this and that. So those are the kind of differentiations that you can actually be able to identify. I like this or I don't like that. This is for me and that's not for me. So it's just all about knowing who you are, knowing what your brand aspires to be and you'll be good. Hmm. Can I take you back if you will allow me? In high school, yeah. What did you want to be? In high school, I actually wanted to be a lawyer. Okay. Yeah. Why? I just had a fascination when it came to criminality. You know. Is it because of what you saw on TV? No, it's not because of what I saw on TV. Maybe it's just because of, of the personal experiences that I generally went through when it came to the whole crime side of things. Okay. So I wanted to be there to fight for people who are innocent, but just couldn't be given the opportunity of being uh-huh. proven innocent. Okay. You know, so I've had personal experiences in that kind of dynamic. Mm. But when it came to the theory side of things, I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. I got beaten. I was so enthusiastic. I, I went for history. You know, the, the subjects that leads you arts, to be, yes. yeah, Humanity, being a lawyer. Yes, yes. And then once I was done, I was like, no, man. Uh-uh. This is not me. You know, I don't like this. Mm. Yeah, as much as this is what I want to be, but I don't have time to be going through all of that those type of no i'm sorry you know it's funny <laughs> so much for me the other mom influencer guest that we had 
uh, was Tsekho, and Tsekho was a lawyer. Yeah. So I don't know. Practicality works for me best okay. when it, besides theory. So I felt mm. like law had so much theory mm. in it before it actually became practical. Before you actually step yeah, I didn't up have I didn't have the patience for that. Like I don't want to crawl, but I want to run. Yo. I'm running, I want to fly. Okay, Jordan, come on. Yeah, so I just ended up figuring out my personality and my character and ah. it just didn't align to what I actually had in mind. And and, so, yeah. and how did you how did you get there? Because I think a theme that has come up a lot on this podcast is the fact that a lot of times when you are 16, 17, 18 and you are making these important decisions, uh-huh. you are not yet equipped for you to be able to have that level of self-awareness to understand yourself and understand what is required and make a distinction between those two things. How did, how did you at a young age get it right? As I said, I had like personal experiences that made me decide that I felt there was so much injustice when Mm. it came to when it came to certain situations that Mm. happened Mm. within my family and within close relatives and friends and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. And I felt like it was a bit unfair. Mm. So I thought that I would be, I could be that voice of change. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And being able to actually change the narrative when it came to certain criminality issues Mm -hmm. or certain dynamics when it came to people being charged or people actually going to prison. So I just felt like there's just some stuff in our system that's just a bit unfair Mm. that the new generation could change. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's just how. And and what I was asking was more when you decided, oh, this is not for you. How did you go about that process? Okay, so basically it started when I started the idea of okay. working with brands. Okay. You know, I I loved the whole recommendation. Hey, try this. Uh-huh. You know, this is going, you know, I, I loved that whole idea. But then I just did not know what it was back then. Yeah. So I ended up starting an NPO because I thought that's what it was. Oh. Yeah, I started an NPO whereby we had a support group for young moms and we'd get like donations and sponsorships okay. and then we'd like have photo shoots and we'd try recommend these products to our mom oh, community, nice. right? That was one but way. Yeah. As an NPO. And then later on as I was in that, I actually realized that NPOs deal with more social issues, like mm-hmm. things that are affecting our society in depth as much as I'm interested in that, but it wasn't my main interest. You know what I'm saying? And then after that, when I started researching and I started seeing what's going on, that's when I got into the influencing. And I was like, no man, influencing, what I know influencing is Mm. kitty slay queen, Mm. kitty sugar baby, Mm. you know, kitty this and this, Louis Vuitton, you know, and all of those kind of stuff. Mm. And that's when I was like, "Mm -mm, this is not what I want to be. But that word just kept on coming up like girl influencing you know influencing influencing Mm. so because i was so in love with motherhood that's why i had the support group for mothers and i wanted to share my story and i wanted to tell my story to the world for the people that would love to relate but just do not have a platform to actually do that Mm. so once i got a hold of her instagram account i started seeing her content and i realized like this is 
what I want to do, mm-hmm. you know? And that's when I realized, oh, there's something called mom influencing. <laughs> so I was like, actually, this, this is what I want to do. Oh. So I found my purpose. I would love to say it's my purpose because it took me so long to actually reach to where I'm at right now. You know, I had so much to go through for me to realize that what I actually enjoy doing is called mom influencing. Mm. So yeah, man, after I saw that and then from her, I saw other moms Mm. and they were telling their motherhood stories, you know, how they raise their kids. And I'm very strong when it comes to raising my child as well, the dynamics Mm. when it comes to raising my child. So that was a very strong call for me. And I was like, this is what I want to do, you know? And then I started and then I was like, yeah, hello. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) So that's basically how I ended up being a mom influencer. No, that's interesting. And you guys build these safe spaces Uh um, where some of your outlook on parenting might not make sense to your parents, your aunts and whatnot. And you guys come together and you figure it out on your own. Um, looking at your parenting and the uh-huh. parenting in these groups, what are some of the things that are different where if your mom and, and your aunts had such groups, what are the different values that you think they would have that you wouldn't have and that you have that they wouldn't have? Okay. Um, one thing I always like to say, I think I'm very, very fortunate for the type of family that I have mm-hmm. because they are easily adjustable. Okay. You get what I'm saying? And you. they are willing to go with change. They are willing to hear what I have to say, especially when it comes to raising my son. Because at the end of the day, they believe that I have the best interest when it comes to the well-being yeah. of my child, right? So whatever I say goes Okay. for them. Mm-hmm. Whether in their time it was done like that. Because I used to get whipped when I was young. My mom used to whip my ass when I was young. Mm-hmm. And my child does not get whipped. I do not touch him at all. Mm-hmm. And some people find that as I'm spoiling him. You it's know, a very contentious mm-hmm. thing. Because, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. What some I'm people saying? are like, oh, wow. You get what I'm saying. And I feel like that just built so much hostility because of how I felt when Mm. that was happening. So usually when I'm in situations with my kid, I always think about myself as a kid as well. Like if this was me, what would I have wanted my mom to do? What would I have wanted my community to do for me in order for me to be open, in order for me to be vulnerable and for them to actually understand my point of view without them feeling offended, without them feeling disrespected or anything like that. So that's that's my mind when it comes to my parenting journey. We call it conscience parenting. And mm-hmm. you you guys always see these videos on TikTok where they're like, don't do that. And the child keeps doing that. Don't do that. They're like, don't do it. And you know, sometimes it's not really like that. If you and your child have a communication understanding, it's going to be easier for you guys to get each other's points across. You know, like a child is is a child. So we need to understand the child is going to do what a child does, regardless of our disciplining strategy, regardless of our personality, regardless of our whole household dynamic. But 
a child is a child. Mm. So there's certain things that we just need to understand, guys, stage. Mm. And we're going to get over that stage. But at the end of the day, it's the outcome of whatever the situation is. Because the when a child does something wrong and you get so mad, the next time the child does something wrong, they're not going to be so free and open mm. to actually come forward and tell you about it. Mm. Because they're going to think you're the last time you're, you get what I'm trying to say. So I try to change that with my son as well. Like, he always tells me, like, before we started having this open communication, he'd always tell me, like, please don't shout at me. And he's seven years old, by the way. Yeah. I'd shout at him and he'd burst into tears. Mm. He'd cry. Ask him, why are you crying? He's not crying for what he did. He's crying because I raised my voice. Mm. You get what I'm saying? So now, when I tell him, don't do that. I don't like it. He understands it fully. Like, ah, okay, I Anyway, moving on to the next. But it, our communication is so much easier so that when he spills something on the floor or on the bed or he stains something, it's not going to be a secret. You know, he's going to say, Mama, Mama, look what I did. And I'm like, oh, okay, my child. It's something I can fix. So why not fix it? And I am going to maybe play devil's advocate here. Um <laughs> Okay. I am with this. Ch- I have this child, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, Why is it an example? <laughs> no, because in, in, in this example, the child gets whipped and I don't oh, get my child. Okay, so, so that would have let you so much. just call it this child. This child. <laughs> so I've got this child and things have been working out with me hitting them. And I will take what you're saying and stop hitting this child. Uh-huh. But what do you suggest I do if they're ch- instead? What's the working formula for me to still have a child that I consider well-behaved? Guys, what's communication? Does communication not solve a lot of things? So I must talk to this two-year-old. Communicate. Okay, it's a two-year-old. Why the hell would you be hitting a two-year-old in the first place? Because a two-year-old burnt my couch. No, two-year-old almost a puzzle. What bet? Almost a puzzle. You, consi- you consider this. this as beating. I think at the end of the day, beating is using pain. Exactly. To associate a bad act with pain. Exactly. So the person who does this, and the person who whips out a belt, believe in the same thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I feel like if that was the case, then uh-huh. a two-year-old would be able to be whipped with a belt. Uh-huh. You get what I'm saying? No, I get the, the, the pain levels. For a two-year-old, ah, this is painful. Yes. But for, no, a, for not, a seven-year-old, this is not painful. That's why they're able to do that behavior again. Because okay. for them, you It's a bit painful, yes, but it's not that painful for it to actually change the behavior or whatever the okay. case may be. Okay. No, you get no, what no. I'm saying? And then when it comes to an older child... When you are when you are two, they hit you on your hand. Ne? Uh-huh. Then when you are six, seven, I don't know when it starts. I'm 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 thumbsucking here, ne? or <laughs> hypothetically speaking. Yeah. When you are six, that's when we introduce the belt. Ne? But when you get to 13, I was like, that's why I'm like it's proper. <laughs> no, like no, it's too what I'm saying. No, I'm just okay. trying to demonstrate. Okay. A two-year-old. I'm just trying to yeah. demonstrate the a pain. A two-year-old will not be able to comprehend that this is punishment. They don't. 
They understand this is eating. This, they could think we are lala. You know, this is fine. Also, you the next time you do something bad. <laughs> what are you, you get what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, Misha keeps uh, taking me to the naughty corner. You see, really? like for her, yeah. it's, 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 some, it's, it's something like well, you, picks... you know, like you, this is fascinating. Uh-huh. Let me stand here and watch the corner. You know, so mm. daddy can also do that. Mm. Mama can also do that. But mm. when we are older, it's, it's a different dynamic. That's when they understand what corporal punishment actually is. Mm. And that's what it is. Corporal punishment. You as a child, did you enjoy your parents beating your ass? Well, I will wait. I will wait for that. Well, I mean, I'm, if I'm you come to think of it, mm. if your parents spoke to you appropriately mm. instead of hitting you, don't you think it would have you would have understood why they are so mad instead of understanding why did they beat me? Because so, if you communicate, you let your child know, I don't want you doing this. It's dangerous outside. Mm. So this is what we can do to try and prevent the danger. Call me. Call me. I'll be there to pick you up. Okay. So you know? it sounds like from what you are saying, I am inferring that you are saying the best strategy is to use both shopping and explaining. No. Because if you shop alone... Then it doesn't make sense. But I'm if we explain sorry. alone... I am against corporal punishment. I'm totally against corporal punishment. It's fine. I've had my co- my share of corporal punishment, my siblings. I've seen it happen. Yeah. And I just felt like if my mom or my parents could have spoken to me about the consequences of whatever actions I was doing, yeah. I would have understood better. Okay. You know, because they just say, hey, don't sleep with boys. Hey, don't sleep with boys. Hey, why mustn't I sleep with boys? They don't tell you why you shouldn't sleep with boys. But they don't tell you those consequences, you know, HIV, you know, STDs, this, this, and this, and that. Mm. So be careful of those kind of things. So I'm just saying it's better for you to communicate because it gives you the opportunity and the space to discuss the pros and cons mm. of the situation. Mm. And then when things go bad, it's easier for you to come to your mom and like, mama, you told me, hey, mm. you know, and mama's not going to be mad because they look jelly. That's right. Can we, <laughs> can we move on from the Kopal punishment? <laughs> no, I, I'm just saying, do you, are you covered there? You, you have nothing else to discuss there? No, I'm good. Okay, fantastic. I wanted to ask about how you started influencing after you've had your child, right? Yes. How has influencing changed your parenting? Has it, as in connecting with these other moms, has it shown you different ways of parenting or you've always just been doing it now that now you're just showing people. No, I've actually learned so much from that. Mm. You know, it also comes to the things that I was talking about, like don't shout, Mm. you know what I'm saying? The consciousness of parenting, just Mm. you being able to reflect within yourself Mm. when it comes to your kid, you know? So yeah, I've learned a lot from the mom community because all of us, we have different ways of discipline. We have different ways of raising our kids, different Mm. eating habits. So when it comes to some struggles that I have, there's always a mom that has the solution. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So when I speak and vent about the problem I have, mm. that mom will be able to give me advice, say, hey, try this. Mm. You know, this could work. It helped me out. And then in later stage, when I find somebody else that's going through that as well, I'm able to tell them the same thing. Hey, try this. I got it from 
and it helped me out, mm-hmm. you know. So I've, I've learned a lot from the mom community and I realized that there's so much to learn as well. I mean, we are not perfect parents and they are not perfect kids. As much as I'm a new mom and they are a new kid, mm-hmm. we are still learning. I'm learning. I'm still learning how to mm-hmm. parent. Yeah. And he's still learning how to be a child to me. So I'm still learning how to be a mother to him. So at the end of the day, it's, it's a give and take. You get what I'm saying? It's a give and take process that changes yearly mm-hmm. and we just need to be able to embrace it and be able to still keep the patience and still being within and sticking to who we are and our goals and our visions. And I feel like, mm. no, I hear you. And thanks for that. Um, you as a mom influencer, you are a billboard to other moms in your my community. community yeah and how did you get your first opportunity and how would you advise other moms looking to connect with these brands okay so i have a social media influencing agency it's called fem society the reason why i started this agency is because it was so difficult for me to actually find these kind of platforms. You know, I'd asked around and people had no knowledge or just people were gatekeeping the whole career on its own, you know? So once I started researching and finding these platforms, I was able to find these mom communities. You get what I'm saying from your Instagram, because when you have a certain campaign, they add you into a group and in that group, there's like, different mom influences in there Mm. and they always encourage us hey guys here's everybody please connect communicate engage see if you guys like their content and follow them Mm. and that's what i do you know i always make sure that i'm following the next upcoming mom influencer and all of that so it was so hard for me to start this career because i had nobody to hold my hand and show me i had to google everything Mm. to be where I'm at because the people that I'd asked they weren't openly and willing to educate me on this is what you do this is your first step for you to get a campaign you need to have this many followers you know your contact needs to be this certain way so I did that all on my own so I realized like there's a gap when it came to that so I kind of like want to fill in that gap and be able to educate the people who would love to be aspiring mom influencers and let them know, hey guys, we do one-on-one coaching sessions, you know, we teach you how to become an influencer. We help you with your pros and cons when it comes to your social media Mm. uh, page. We give you tips on how to grow, uh, a way on how you can be able to connect with these certain brands. You know, we have a whole email list where if you are a startup, you can email these certain companies that are always interested in working with like, aspiring mom influencers and all of those kind of stuff so it it's just me giving a platform for something that i didn't have you know it's just making things this you know every career basically has gatekeepers but i'm like why are we having gatekeepers when the pie is big enough for all of us to eat Mm. you know so let me give those who were like me an opportunity for them to be like hey this is what i like and you can see on instagram there's a lot of moms that would actually like to do this but Mm. they just don't know how to go about it they just don't know who to ask where to go where to start so i'm always approaching them like hey i see i love your content you know Mm. this is what you want to do so this is what we do as a company if you are interested let me know 
Mm. And who's the who's the Michael Jordan of mom influencer? The Michael Jordan. Yeah. It's Mpumile <laughs> Dwama. Mpumile Dwama. Yo, guys, okay. I love Mpumile. Do you have a connection to her? No, I we don't. We actually wanna. But... Yeah. We, yeah, we've, we, we've we spoken about to... having her on. No. On the um, she's, yeah. um, I'm always at like these influencing seminars that she's always at. Okay. The last one that we had was in January in Midrand. Okay. And she was there as well. So when it comes to motherhood, her out view on motherhood, on stay-at-home mom, on business, mm. on being a wife, it's it's just so organically inviting. Mm, yeah. She's like, come here, come here, come here. Mm, like, yes, the come here. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, Mpumi um, is my mm. my number one. And then we have Oluetu Mashabane. Uh, she's also one of the mom influencers that are you taking notes? Huh, I am, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> that I really, really enjoy following, yeah. and these are like the people with the the biggest reach, okay? Right, and then I have my micro and my Your own, yeah, yeah. I have Favorites, my yeah, yeah, mommy feminist. I have mm-hmm. my Joey Lamini. Uh, mommy have, feminist, how? Ne? Yes, it's yeah. how. I have Joey Lamini. I have Black Mom Chronicles as well. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's a lot of us that mm. are actually making a difference. And it's so sad that sometimes I feel like we do not have the stage, you know, to be like, yeah. To be out there the way you want. We have arrived. Yeah. You know, but yeah, they have amazing content. I love what they do. Shout out to them. Shout out to (laughs) you guys. (laughs) Yes, definitely. (laughs) Okay. And then what does a typical day for a mom influencer look like? And, and 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 I want you to contrast how it was when you were just a mom, and how it is now that you're a mom influencer. How okay, so I'm 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 a stay at home mom. Okay, right. Um, I'm not working. Um, my main priority. You're working. Is, you're a mom influencer. Yeah, but I'm talking yeah. about your, traditional. Your, your, yeah, your okay, general yeah, five okay. and all of that. Okay. So the reason why I I thought of this is because my main invested was my child's well being, right? Mm. So the father and I communicated. He was like, you know what. I'll be the breadwinner. You just make sure that I'm doing all right. You know, emotionally, mentally, going to school, everything and all of that, the child is good. So when it comes to my day-to-day things, it it also depends on the campaigns that I have. Okay. Right? So we have your Pamelites, we have your Jungle, we have your Melrose, we have your this and this and that. And in a day, it depends on your deadline. Mm-hmm. So when I wake up on a regular Monday, I wake up, I get my son ready for school, mm. I get his lunch, and then off he goes with the transport, right? And then after that, I get into my engaging. So I go on Instagram and I try and see for, I try to look and scout for potential mom influences mm-hmm. or the moms that are really doing their thing, you know, read their storytelling, you know, engage and increase my following and my brand as well, right? And then if I have a campaign that's probably due a couple of days, I'd wake up, I'd, tra- I'd take some product photography, okay. you know, I'd take pictures of the product and all of that and all of that. And then if my son needs to be involved, I have to wait for him until he gets back from school, mm. right? So when he gets back from school, he always knows. So I always like mentally prepare him like, tomorrow we are shooting, yeah. you know, and he'd be like, what are we shooting? So wow. I tell him, no, it's this That's and this amazing. and that. And I'd just give him a brief of what he needs to do mm. so that when it happens, he already has something in mind. You know, it's always good to prepare your kids for these kind of stuff because mm. they usually, when they get home, they just want to relax, you know, eat. Wanna you know what I'm saying? Mm. So me preparing him makes it easier for me 
for us to be able to work together because he will be authentically and he'd be in it the way I need him to be in it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I have to wait for him. He comes back, uniform or no uniform, he takes off. We shoot, we shoot, we shoot. After that, he goes back to whatever he's doing. Yeah. So I'm not strict on how he needs to look on the camera, Mm. like being posed. No, I'm, I'm very original about, you know, if he's not concentrated, I'm going to show that he's not concentrated mm, yeah. because there are mom influences that can relate to that. You know, mm. it's so hard for us to get our kids to focus. In, you know what I'm yeah. saying? There are days where they're camera happy and there are days where they're like, uh-uh, not like, feeling it. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's crazy because we can't control it. If they are not in it that day and you have to shoot today because your deadline is tomorrow, mm. there is nothing you can do. So you just have to shoot him uninterested mm. as he is and just let, the company, you know, like, look, guys, my child wasn't in a good mood, but this is as authentic as it comes. Yeah. You know, moms would relate. I don't worry. I'd even add a caption about how uninterested he was. Mm-hmm. And our content moms were, yo, I have the same issue with my child. <laughs> you know, I can't. So I, I don't usually force him to do anything. It's just about me mentally preparing him and letting him know like baby listen this is what we're doing this and this and that and then after that i let the companies know that my con- my content is ready and then they ask me please send it through so that we can approve i send it through and then they approve and then the next day the content goes live mm-hmm. so once the content goes live that's my relaxing time okay yeah now i relax yeah. i just check on my, uh, yeah that i click on my numbers <laughs> I promote yes. the work, you know, I share it on my Instagram, Comments. my Facebook, my WhatsApp, yeah. or whatever the case may be, just for it to get a bigger reach. But in general, every morning, it's it's all about consistency, yeah. okay. you know. So I need to be consistent when it comes to marketing my work. Mm. I need to be consistent when it comes to um, finding different people and an audience and mm. all of that that's going to relate to what I'm doing. So that's practically it. When he comes back home, I'm a full-time mom again, you know, the homework, washing, mm. cooking, dishes, bed, and then our cycle starts all over again. Yeah. Okay. Mm. And then you said something, but I didn't want to interrupt you. Ne? How do you, and I think you can also answer this because you also... Is it about privacy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How do you make sure that you, because you want to protect to an extent ne, as a parent, your child, but you also now are doing a job that puts him out there. Yeah. How do you choose what to put out and how do you sort of make sure that you're still protecting him in a way to, yeah, I'm okay, not sure how so, to phrase well, it. For but, me, mm. it depends mm. on the campaign, right? Okay. So if it's something that I feel like he will genuinely enjoy, mm. I put him in. Okay. So if I feel like, ugh. This one, he's not really needed for it. Then mm. I don't in, involve him. Mm. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. there's our kiddies campaigns and there's our adult campaigns and there's some adult campaigns that want our kids to be in it. So it's just me kind of um, navigating where mm. his interest is when it comes to that certain campaign. Mm. If he's not interested in it, I'm not even going to bother myself. Really? Yeah, no, okay. because I, when I get my products, yeah. he's usually there when I open them up. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I open them up and he'd be like, oh, I want this. Oh, this is cool, you know? But there are certain things where it's like, uh, okay. Uh, 
uh, what's there for me? Yeah. Nothing. You're like, uh, he's like, ah, oh, okay, sharp. That's when I realized, oh, ah, no, if I could yeah. put him in this, he's literally not going to be interested. Mm. And I'm like, mommy, I'm bored. I'm going to watch YouTube. Yeah. You know, so I tried to put him in situations where he will enjoy. Okay. That's about, if it's Melrose, he loves yeah. cheese. Okay. So obviously he's going to be, yeah, mommy, cheese, cheese, cheese. <laughs> so I put him in those yeah. kind of stuff. So it makes it easier for me like that. I mm. see. Yeah. And you, my brother, quickly, because when you started ne, posting Mizla, yeah. you never used to show her face. Mm, and then you did. No. Or you weren't specifically hiding. Yeah, it I was just, it just I, happened I wasn't to be hiding. a picture from the back. Because Mika's face made it on social media less than 24 hours after she was born. Okay. Yeah, so if the face was hidden, it was not intentional. Okay. But I think with me, um, maybe I am a dead fluencer. Um, you are, maybe you <laughs> maybe. are. But when 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 I have gotten gigs uh-huh. that needed me to work with her, mm. I am very particular about how real um, and how genuine this can be. I remember I mm-hmm. had a. Um, I've done about three campaigns okay. that involved uh, Umisha. Okay. And in one of them, there was, all right, there was the Kit Kat one. Yeah, you, and, you boasted about that one. <laughs> and that one was awesome. Like that one was awesome because everything there, nothing was scripted. Okay. I literally gave the child a chocolate mm-hmm. and that's how the child ate. It. Actually reacted, you, you, yeah. You, you, you understand? There was no eat it like this. Mm-hmm. So, and then I've had, I've turned down two, uh, two campaigns. Mm-hmm. One, because the captions were not what I was going to write and they were not going to seem genuine, but Uh whoever the copywriter was, was convinced that this is what I would say. This is how Winnie said it would be. And in the back and forth of me saying, I can't Mm. write like this. Mm. I would never write like this about my child Mm. even. This Uh, goes back to him being authentic to his brand. mm, Yes. You get what Mm, I'm saying. Authenticity. So I was like, "Ah, look, the coins are good. Mm. Uh, But I think because there's like a nine to five, I just get to be be like, no, 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 wait a minute with this one. I can't do this one. You know? mm. Um, Yeah. And then in terms of privacy. So if there was no nine to to five, authenticity goes out the window. Not necessarily, because okay. it also depends on how many campaigns do you do you get. Okay. You know? My question and is, if the bag, if if it's if it's rough, uh-huh. where does authenticity sit there? You see, Ooh. that's where your character yes. comes yeah. in. Yeah. Because now you are saying, if I have a lot of campaigns, then I just pick yeah, another no. one. Yeah. No, there's no campaign. This this is the only one. No, no, you no, see, no, no. That's but the it, thing. Yeah, but it all goes back to because that one. Let me give you the scenario, ne? Okay. I'm very playful about how tiring parenting is and complaining about the kids. People think it's serious. No, no, no. I think people generally understand that it's humor. Those that need to understand. Yes, those that need to understand. They understand understand that I don't hate my child. It's just funny things like, ah, when saying, that copy made it sound like I hate my child. So I was like, no, like, what the hell? Like Mm. now, yeah. So I was just like, ah, no. It's fine. Like if 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 you're not gonna let me rephrase this, yeah. because there's a difference between 
I mean, you, 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 you understand jokingly complaining and venting that, that we as parents mm. do. Yeah. And then actually seeing your child as an op. And then I was like, mm. oh, I know. I'll, I'll, I'll not like this. I don't have problems, but not like this. Not like this. <laughs> not like this. You know? And I was like, there's enough real, genuine content yes. that we can get. You don't need to manufacture. You know, we, we, we don't need to, to manufacture. Yeah. And I think also with, with my partner as well, Everything that involves the kids, I communicate. Okay. Uh, because I've realized, because I used to think that brands want me, but sometimes brands says, we want you. And then in the script, there's Misha. And they then I'm like, the child. Oh. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, but we do talk um, about it. And I remember we did a campaign with a finance company mm -hmm. recently. They wanted us to do a Father's Day thing. And... We actually picked the videos, uh, uh, her and I, we were just very uh, direct with it. But the minute that the campaign manager came to me, I said, though, um, you've only given me one angle, which is mm -hmm. the angle of me with the kids. Can you propose two other angles without the kids? Mm -hmm. So that if when we sit down and we look at this and we don't like this angle, then we can still pick mm -hmm. pick the other two so, but anyways, yeah, so I hope that answers your question. But while you were speaking yes. on Tatile, I wanted to ask you, um, what opportunities are there for dad fluencers? Mm. And why do we see so little of them? Mm. Because, because you, I do want some you, you men kids. are so secret when it comes to you guys' real authentic experiences in life. Us moms, we are open, guys. Let's Is it that honest. we are secret or we do not know how to... No, you are secret. You oh, guys secret. go through it. No, no, okay. but what did you want to ask? I want you to know ask how to? if we don't know how to express ourselves publicly with our kids. No. Well, <laughs> no. Yes, because now there's a there's a reputational thing that exists somewhere to say. You see, that's you the know, thing. In the streets, I'm a gang. You see, you see... Is that who you authentically are? Are you a general gangster? But have you watched gangster movies? Have you watched gangster movies? And have you seen how gangsters and mafias with you their, don't fuck with their families? With their yeah, but they are, or is it just with their daughters? <laughs> with their sons, you still need to be. <laughs> hey, boy, we don't cry here. <laughs> they still no, there. man, I, I feel this, this, kidding, this space, <laughs> and I feel like it's, it's a gap mm. that needs to be filled. Mm. So I feel like if we can get more like dead influences like mm -hmm. you guys could fucking drive man. because our biggest problems when it comes to our society it's mm -hmm. the men right Yo. the reason that the men do not speak out men are bottling up men are doing this men are doing that it's a problem mm -hmm. so if there are men influences this would give men the safe space to come together and vent like you guys do at the barbershop you get what I'm saying? Why, why, why do women think we do that at the moment? I don't know. Movies. It's, 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 yeah. it's a movie. Yeah, movie. it is. Because, because <laughs> you guys vented out and then you guys move on. Nobody takes the advice because I need some pussy. Uh -huh. But if it's a, a setting that's more controlled, a setting that's more sober-minded, I feel like it's going to be easier for you men to actually understand each other's point of view. And and it's funny because you men are so easy to understand. It's just the fact that you guys can't speak. Hmm. I need to you guys are men. You've got it under control. I'm not going to cry. I'm a man. Right? I'm a man. 
she can't buy me lunch. I'm the man. Guys, no. Why when you why whenever we speak about toxic men, we switch to Zulu? Because you're not Zulu. Because Zulu is so toxic. <laughs> Yo, what the I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like the Zulu language is one of the most you toxic languages. Oh, us cuckoo. Toxic men. It's a Zulu man. They speak in hey, I just and you won't be like, nah, you're going to sit your ass down. You can't be with the tournament. You are saying the language itself. The tone. Oh, no, it's not the tone. It's not the language. It's not the language. It's, it's the, the tone. tone of the people. Yes. Zulu okay. men have this authority tone, you know, like, I'm in charge. Mm. So whether you don't want to listen, <laughs> you know, Yo. but other races, your cities and your titles, and that's very shell. So, this is um, the thing about being a mom influencer is awesome because you can do it from the time that the child is born. Uh, you where you'll be from speaking pregnancy. about breastfeeding or oh, from pregnancy actually from pregnancy um all the way to when the child is 18 even older you know and and you're still <laughs> yeah but how do you foresee this changing uh not not only for you but in terms of um what other brands could maybe come in into this um, influencing space. What brands are currently very active? I see it a lot with your nappies. Mm-hmm. But what 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 other brands are there that will keep you going from when the child is seven to eighteen? Well, could it be your cereals? Okay. Your pre-hygienical products. Mm-hmm. Teenagers, teenagers go through acid. They mm. go through odor. Mm can work with that um outfits as well maybe if your teenager is too tall for mr price jeans oh you've got this covered you know you can yeah, like, you know you can go to and recommend uti my child is too tall for mr price jeans so go to akamans akamans will give you a proper fit yeah. you know broader shoulders or eating habits in general and lifestyle habits like where the kids prefer going out to like kid friendly places for your teens mm-hmm. kid friendly places for your picky eaters your allergies and all of that so it's this influencing world it's so broad it just needs you to be able to research and find where you want to be and how you want to be and then as things go you will be able to you know Mm, jungle gym jungle gym and you'd go because like for my son we've already had this conversation they always want him for tv and he's Mm. not interested He's not. So I always try to soften him, him up. Like, I commence once. You're going to be a noma. He's like, mommy, I'm fine on pictures. Yeah. I don't want your videos. Like, I don't want to be on TV. Yeah. I don't. I'm fine on your Instagram. I, so I just need to be able to work with his comfort zone for us to be able to win when it comes to that. Yeah. You know, so I know who he is. So clearly he's a shy person and all of that. So I need to work 
around his uh, personality in order for me to get the best results of me being happy. Yeah. You know, so he also enjoys the presents that they give them, like the gifts. He's, he loves it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, when he thinks about being on TV, it's so cringe for him because he's he's the most shy. He, my, my son is so shy. It's not even funny. He has no new friends. Yeah. We no stay, new friends. No, we stay in a complex. <laughs> he will not go out and mingle with the other kids. Yeah. He has his standard friends from Cretch. In the school he's in, the friends that he has yeah. are from Kretsch. Wow. There are no new friends at all. So him interacting with new kids for him, like he could, he could burst into tears. when he, Go play with that child. If I could force him to do something out of who he is, he'd burst into tears. Yeah. I'm shy. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. So I just make sure that whatever project or campaign that I want to do, he definitely needs to be comfortable with it. It's yeah. also with me as well, because he would tell me like, oh, I don't like the way you're dressed. You know, like, yeah, mommy, that's good. It's too short. Mm. So I need to make sure that I'm able to ask him, how do I look? And he'd be like, gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And then I know, ah, oh, I that profile. <laughs> you know? so, so yeah, it just makes my life so much easier just no. for us to coexist. No, that's, yeah. no, I get that. And then just to touch on something, né? Um, with the traditional careers, it's very easy for us to have a guest here and then a person can just Google what that, what's the potential mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. income to get from that. Unfortunately, with the non-traditional ones, the resources are just not that out there. So what's the biggest bag that... <laughs> you've made in a month. And if you're not comfortable to answer that, then it's fine. But we just want to see like the possibilities from being a mom influencer. Like okay. the month where you're like, Psh. I'm not going to state my bracket. Okay, that's there, fine. That's but fine. I'm just going to put a general basis of things. You can make a good 10K a month. Okay. From, from different campaigns. From different campaigns. Okay. And this is you making sure that every week mm. you have a campaign running. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But... It's not just every week, you know, I can get a campaign today and then I shoot for it tomorrow and tomorrow get another campaign, Mm, you know, so I could get campaigns on a daily basis Mm. and then make a good 20 to 25K or I could limit myself Mm. and just get campaigns once a week, Mm. get your good 5K, get your good 10K and then you're good. But the biggest guys know Mikhaili. Mikhaili makes a good 500K from campaigns. 500K a month. Sheesh. Not 500k a month, 500k per campaign. Per campaign. Yes. Yo. Yo. There's an app. Humans. Humans once had uh, a campaign for 60k, and that was just for three posts. Yo. Yeah. And that's. I'm giving you a dead influencer bag, my brother. I was giving my dead influencer <laughs> bag. Get into the bag, my brother. <laughs> You That's know? why I'm so I'm always encouraging people that are still at home seeking for work and stuff mm. like that to actually tap into this because it's going to keep them busy and keep them financially occupied until they can actually get their general nine to five that they're actually looking for. Mm. Okay. Uh you know what I, I envy about what you guys are doing? You are a lot of times, ne? As parents. You, when you, when you, when your child is still new, you take a lot of photos and, you know, you're very excited. Ne? But as they grow, the photos get less and less and less. 
And before you know it, this guy is seven. You're like, how? Oh, <laughs> where are the pictures of when he was, you know? Yeah. You guys are documenting mm-hmm. the growth of the your memories, child. The memories, yeah. Yeah. Oh. From childhood all the way to whenever you decide. So to why stop. not bank on that? Right. This is what I'm saying as a, as a, as a side benefit. In fact, you could even put it as a, it's main, a main benefit hustle. to say, look, I'm just going to use this thing to, to just share the memories of, of, of my child. A place yeah. for me to put those memories that even, even anyone that wants to see. Yes. Can start from the time they were one to the time they were two. Yes. Like imagine if there you're posting on a weekly basis. There are out there. And one how busy well. Yeah. I, I, I really like this. We, uh, do you have questions before I say we've gotten to the time? Uh, we have, have more questions. To, sure. Like okay. it just flew. It really did. Um, and thank you for sharing with us. Um, like, yeah, because we've dabbled on the influencing topic, but we've never had um, a full-time influencer, mm. you know, and and would like to thank you mm. um, for sharing the story with us and unlocking the possibilities as well. I think now we would be very interested in having another type of influencer mm. on, uh, on here. Yeah, because there's different yeah. types. Mm, there's, yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a huge ass tree. Mm. Yeah. Like, it's really, really huge. So... People think it's just one thing yeah. until they actually get into it. And then they realize like, yo guys, my hobbies and my lifestyle actually falls under that, mm. you know? And it's so easy for you to create content around things that you generally do on a daily basis, mm. which makes it so effortless. You know, even if you don't have anything to post today, there's something mm. that you've taken a couple of years back that you can bring it back to life mm. and have a story around it, you know? So I find people say it's so complex, but it's the easiest. It's one of the easiest things that you can do because our lives right now as mm. the youth, we are on social media. Yeah. We document everything that we do and everything that you do is content. Mm. It's just a matter of how you put you it package out it, yeah. Yeah, in the world and how you tell your story. Mm. So people don't understand. They'll be like, yo, content creation is so hard. Mm. Yo, I'm like, no, brah. You sitting and watching Mubaru. It's content. It's content. You know, you going to the mall, going to shop for groceries. It's content. Mm. Your checkers, your pick and pay is going to realize you because why? You are constantly shopping, right? Mm. You know what it's I was laughing at yeah. the other day? There's yeah. this YouTube channel. Yeah. It's South African. It gets yeah. tons of views. Yeah. It's a guy mm-hmm. just driving from one place to, to oh, another that, with yeah. the webcam. Yeah, you know? saw that, yeah. And when you were speaking about your son not wanting to go onto TV, mm-hmm. yeah. I can actually understand that. Mm-hmm. Because to them, their main screen is not the TV anymore. Mm. So they want to be on TikTok making yes. funny videos. Yes. Not on when, when our age... TV. Didn't you want to be on your TV? Everyone wanted to go TV. Like, like you know, TV. yeah, at yes. our age, the TV was our mm. goal. Mm. That was our first screen. Yes. And now mm. these ones, and how you guys have also taken that and mm. taken the, the attention of social media and then commercialized it mm-hmm. is quite impressive. And it almost makes you wonder what's next. Mm. Because this wasn't here. What year is it now? About 15 years ago, you couldn't do what you do. And because mm-hmm. the rate is quicker, the next big thing might be here two years from now, True. you know, a year from, you know, this is... Let's not mm. forget as well, it's very educational. 
So mm. the main what you aim do is educate educating. Yes. What is it? Yeah. The main aim yeah. is for you to be able to educate your audience mm. as much as your storytelling storytelling could be funny, it could be intriguing. But once they are done reading that post, mm. they need to be able to reflect to themselves and be like, yo. I actually learned this, you know, or if something happens in their household, they'll be able to reflect back to your post and be like, no, man, I saw on Taupostile this and this and that. Let's try that technique. So it makes it more educational, you know, like we are teaching each other how to live life yeah you know and it makes it so much easier because the the teachings that you get is from somebody that's already experienced it's a genuine it's a genuine educational lesson Mm -hmm. it's not something that's taught from the damn book no (laughs) no, thank you for that but we have reached the end of the show before we reach i have one question so you still have another one uh, yeah one last one kick it how do you, as a mom influencer, mm-hmm. how do you stay on top of you? How do you jima so that you become the best mom influencer? Like, you know, if you are a lawyer, you just go read It's not a books. competition. No, no, no. It's for yourself to be the best mom influencer that you, you can see, be. That's the thing. When yes. you say it like that, yes. it comes off as a competition. <laughs> no, you're not competing. How to be the best. Yes, the best. Uh, remember, you can We're, you we're can not trying to be the best. Most sought after by brands. No, man, no. Wait. Remember we spoke about the Michael Jordan of momfluencing. How do you become the Michael Jordan of momfluencing? It's being who you are, sticking okay. to your brand, um, authenticity. Your val- yeah, authenticity, okay. knowing your values, knowing your ethics, you know, just stick- being true to who you are. Mm-hmm. It makes it easier for brands to realize your direction, you know, because I can't be playing with, uh, with Tangled and then I'm going to go play with Courtly, mm. you know, yeah. it kind of. You really hate Courtly. Yeah, no, I don't me. hate Courtly. It's just a cigarette brand. <laughs> that you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it kind of just redirects us from the whole main image because these people need to have that certain stigma. Mm. You know, when they think of Ubonisile, yeah. they think of Ubonisile the dad, mm. not Ubonisile the Habli. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> oh, they took a phone. There was a sub. No, no, I'm just saying. I've ever seen one. Yes. There was a sub. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making an example. Because I'm just making an example. Okay, a point. No. Jeez. My brother, what did what you do? Did you anyway? My brother, you, yeah, you did something with this, Hamli. No, it's, it's your you time. It's your daddy time. I'll give you that. We have our wine time. But I was just, I was just making an example. You know, no, some friends are not going to fuck with that. Yeah. You get what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Because they feel like you being a, a dad, you need to be straight. You need to be narrow. Mm. And sometimes... I have a humbly influencer gig. You do? Yeah, starting next month. You see... So at least now it's paying off. You now, you know? It's part it's of his brand. <laughs> and once people start acknowledging that mm. Bonisile is a dad and he enjoys Habli, mm. anything that's going to come with smoke and parenting, he's going to be the first Yo, person. Yo, I'd love to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for the three words Habli for kids. No, man, no, guys, don't be corrupt. Don't be corrupt. I'm waiting don't for that thing. King, actually, what, did you see something like that? Yeah. No. Okay. All no, right. they, 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 there's a toy hubby, like it looks like a Toys R Us toy, and then it's a hubby that has bubbles. 
<laughs> like someone wants tag me on it. Wow. So you see, that nice. could actually That's have nice. a whole. You must hit up those complaint. people. Actually, <laughs> he's going to you. Must hit up those people and <laughs> say, listen, go back to my Twitter and go back to the history. You yeah. see, really, the one thing that Just I search do. morning rush, <laughs> search morning rush there. Okay, okay, let's get to the no, uh, yeah. um, I think now we have... Yeah, my brother doesn't have another question. <laughs> I have a lot of questions, but I let's get to the end of the show. Um, we like to end the show yes. by asking our guests three questions yes. that Ooh, help us understand... <laughs> you see, boy, we did this thing smoothly with, with our previous guests, yeah. and it wasn't like a... Oh my god. Oh, but it, oh, but it was not me. It was him to Tuesday, though. Yeah, but I'm a mom. I'm a mom. And you <laughs> said this in the beginning. Whatever I say, <laughs> can and will. No, 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 no. Relax. Don't worry. They're, 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 they're very safe questions. Yes. And they also help us understand which guest has not wa- watched the show. Okay. Mm. <laughs> okay. This has been 100%, 100%. by the way. 100% oh, of the guests kill me. do not okay. watch the show. Okay. In your life, mm-hmm. what would you record? As your biggest win. My biggest win? Yeah. It's my son. Quick. If Shout out to son. Uh, <laughs> Kumo. 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 Yes. So we have the same, same name. Kumo. Really? And yes. you guys have the same name. We have the same, same name. Yes. I the same kid And they're both set. When is Kumo turning? On seven? the 18th of, his birthday is on the 18th of July. He turned seven. Yeah, he turned seven last month. He's turning seven, getting eight dog door. Oh shit! How crazy is that? That's really that's insane. Oh, man. That's so cool. But that is cool. But that is but cool. Yes. Okay. That was okay. That was. That was awesome. That was like a. You know, <laughs> such a random. <laughs> yeah. No. Simple. Son. Trade. Move yeah. on. Next question. What was your biggest L? And and from that, what was your biggest lesson or takeaway? My biggest L, mm. oh man, my biggest L, mm. yo guys, I think it's not going to varsity. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think that's my biggest L. Okay, why? Well, you know, in our families, oh, okay. you know, high school, after high school, varsity, mm. after varsity, nine to five, <laughs> but I, I've, I've never really been a theory type of person, person. Mm, yeah. you know i was more practical and mm-hmm. all of that so when i think of my life right now mm. it's just one of those things that as much as my mom is so accepting of what i'm doing and how my journey is going i'm just thinking of if i followed her way mm. probably for her life would have been better mm-hmm. not for me but yeah. for, for her, her you know what i'm saying That's so, very yeah. you know it, it's, it's highlighting something that i think i've been thinking about We've had a lot of people that have gone to universities. We haven't had a lot of people that have gone to technical colleges where yes. they do practical stuff. Mm. And I think it's worth bringing those people onto the podcast. They probably are there, there's a world but for people it's just that... not easy for them to speak about it because the idea of you going to an, F, an FET, F-E-T. Yeah. it kind of like, in our society, it kind of like lowers you no, a no, bit. No, 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 there are people that are know? thriving. That yes, are living, th- th- that true, went to FET. True. Like people go to FET college, for instance, and do plumbing and yes. open a plumbing plumbing business. Yeah. People go to FET colleges and do construction and That's open a construction true. company. So but there are people that are actually... We don't all have 
that same mind of state when it mm. comes to society as a whole. Mm. When it com- comes to FET, it comes to a point where they feel like you have failed. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Your marks, your matric marks were not good enough mm. for you to yeah. be able to go to varsity. True. And then I think that's, that's, that's what, that's, that's the that's work we need to do. And that's why we need to bring yeah, exactly. them as well. That's the work we need to do to show that it's not a, I failed and therefore. And you know? I've, I've always told my mom that, you know, with my son, um, the way I was, you know, I, I would have preferred instead of me going, choosing my subjects, I would have preferred doing my practicals at an FET and all of that. Mm. But for them, it's like, hey, metric, 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 yeah. metric. Mm. So with my son, I don't want it to be the same like thing. That, yeah. You know, I want him when he gets to grade nine, mm. he needs to be able to be like, mom, I want to go play soccer mm. and I'll be able to put him in an academy. Mm. And we forget about the whole metric thing. Yeah. And get him into academy Beautiful. and him being able. I mean, guys, our presidents don't even have matric certificates, but they are president. Mm-hmm. So why are we limiting that's another ourselves? Sub, by the way. Hey, that's another sub. Because there's, there's you know, I don't know how many presidents. Because it's just you him. Get, do you but get what I'm saying? So us as parents busy telling our kids metric, metric, metric. Yeah. Yeah, it's right. very, very irrelevant yeah. when they look up about Jacob Zuma. They, you know, they. Yo, and they the name came out. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, the but last it's... question, ne? Uh, if you weren't doing what you just think broadly, mm-hmm. ne? M- money is not a consideration. You have all the time in the world. You can go back to high school even. What would you go back and do? What would you be doing right now? I'd be a housewife. Okay. You okay? You see, I liked. Okay. You see, housewifeness as a as a career. Yes. Okay. I mean. I'm going to be taking care of the home, mm-hmm. the kid, you know, mm-hmm. having my side hustles. And, you know, and mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm at but the main hustle, side wife. Yes. Yes. I'm okay. so invested in creating a home, home, mm. you know. So it's also a job. I need to make sure my husband is mentally equipped to go to work every mm. morning, you know. He's eating umkhodu if he wants umkhodu exen, you know. I'm not going to think, you're funny, I'm, I'm, late, I'm late for work, I'm late for work. No, if I need to wake up at three o'clock, my man wants umkhodu for breakfast, he will get it. You know, when he gets to work, he's going to get to work. Why? Because umfazi. You get what I'm trying to say. Hallelujah. So, Amen. Yeah. <laughs> this, is my, this is my favorite answer to that question. Man. This is my favorite answer. And it's the most different. I, I have heard. Yeah. And okay. Yeah. I like I like that answer. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I think it's a perfect note to end it on, even. I don't think yeah. a lot needs to be said after that. Hmm. So, you're intrigued, my brother. I'm intrigued because I'm thinking about how great it would be to have a housewife. Ne? Guys, housewives yeah. are taken advantage of. Yo, I... Mm, yeah. It's reality kick. <laughs> yeah, but reality makes it difficult. Just because mm. I'm a housewife, it doesn't mean I can't help you out financially. Let's get that correct. Okay. With the, with the side hustles. Yes, Definitely. I need to do my business. I need to do my business. I need to do my business. And then I need our business is being attacked. I give the money back. Morte, morte, morte. You get what I'm saying? So the oh, money yes, is just no. going to be like this. Yeah. Like this, like this. It won't run out. If you are broke, you are able to be like your baby. If you are broke, don't be a husband. 
No, no. And don't don't be the... that guy. Don't be that guy. To all our viewers, <laughs> the kids, the teenagers, the young adults looking to figure out what they want to do with the rest of their lives. The housewives, thank you for watching mm -hmm. another episode of 9 to Live. Live. We will continue bringing you a mixture of traditional and, and non-traditional careers so you can find the right one for you. Mm -hmm. Anyways, thank you for supporting us. Thank you for watching. Thank you for your engagements. Don't forget to let us know who you would like to see or what careers we should cover. And on that note... Please don't forget to subscribe. Let's see any closing remarks. Yes. Remember to um, watch out on our social media pages for the questions that you want answered uh, for the guests. So yeah, uh, we'll be putting the guests that, we're, that are upcoming and we're going to uh, ask for your help, guys, to help us uh, to make this show your own as well. Get all the marrow out of the bones. This <laughs> guest. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That's for my DKMS uh, influencer gig. Okay. So you're awake. You're doing double shift here. You're awake. Yes. You're awake. Not <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Closing remarks, Inta. Um, I have nothing to say. I think I've said everything that no. I needed to say. Just follow me on my socials, guys. Okay. Oh, yes. I am yeah, at will put Unpacking Motherhood. My influencing is Femme Society SA, and our prices are very reasonable, guys. So, okay, take it up. <laughs> we are gonna put the links to in your link tree. Thank you. And then while you're here, you'll set up our link tree as well. Oh yeah, oh, no, God, definitely. No, <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Killing the game. Yeah. No, I hated link tree. Eh? I don't know what I was doing wrong, but I think it. Video? No, no, no. Just leave it rolling for like maybe just 10... Nah. Uh, well, that's fine. Well, now that I said that... Yeah, no. Cut it. I'll leave it rolling. I'll leave it rolling. I'll leave it rolling.